Well, good morning, good day, good evening. My name is Jill. It is, I believe, a Monday. It is February 12th, 2024. It is early in the morning, but not too early that the dogs are going to be activated in just a moment. And while I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath, this is not a podcast. This is a question. Uh, I am just having a thought on something, and I really want feedback, but here's the caveat to that. Uh, You know, you guys have been, the men listening have been commenting, and I deeply appreciate that, but this podcast in question is for women, so I would appreciate the men not commenting. I would like this to be a woman-only comment space. And I am desperate for women to either email me or comment about, does this make sense to you? And the reason I say that is because I don't have a way to sort out who uh, who are the men and who are the women. And uh, I could go on and on about why I'm doing this. But the bottom line is, is I'm making a special request for women to let me know, does this make sense to you? So if you are new, uh, my name is Jill. I don't normally do this, but uh, I've been speaking to these ideas of energy, push, pull, pause. I've been speaking of the nervous system as the driver of fight, flight, freeze, and how those three energies of push, pull, pause were always using in relationship to what we want and what we don't want. And there's not one woman on the planet that I have ever talked to or been exposed to that does not want to feel less tired. How many women, hold up your hand, are tired maybe all the time like me or some of the time? Uh, you know, when I go back and look at videos or listen, I'm constantly complaining about why I'm tired. And so there's a lot of physiological reasons, but there's something else going on for us collectively. Why are we as women so tired? And this is not a biology. This is a an emotional and spiritual and mental process. I want to take you through with this energy of push-pull-pause. And masculine energy pushes forward. Feminine energy pulls back, retrieves. It's receptive, dynamic receptive. And pause energy is either, you know, collapse or a blending of the masculine and the feminine because there's that holy moment of pause, a pure integration, and then there's the opposite of total collapse in fear. So, good or bad isn't what I'm talking about, just feeling the energy move. And as I talk about that, I just got finished listening to a guy who's a scientist who says all the same stuff I say. And before I was going to speak to this idea of, of, uh, I was, I was going to speak to something else, but while I'm listening to him and I'm looking at what he's writing, if I didn't know who it was, I would say it was me. And I've had this issue before where, you know, men talk about the heart and they talk about love and compassion and it's all mental and intellectual. They, I don't feel anything off of them, but I, the words all make sense. And, and something clicked for me because I was having a pushback reaction get off my side of the road. And 
I also have been uh, spewing and fuming about kind of what's going on in the world. And so what it just occurred to me is, is that when energy is pushing at us as women, we are constantly having to respond to it. And that isn't our natural state. A woman's natural state in the feminine is receptive and pause and push. But but our natural feminine energy is receptive. It's to pull back and to pause. It's not to push forward. And I have more push than most women. So women can't relate to me because I push at women too. Men push at women. And right now, everything going on in our world is this overwhelming state of push. And it's exhausting. And I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. I have a boy dog and a girl dog. This is my first girl dog. And she is very self-contained and only needs a little bit of attention. She has her little times of the day when she needs attention. And I'm okay with that because, you know, I like my dogs. The boy dog has desperate. He pushes at me. He, and then if I pet him a little bit, he, he demands more. And if I, uh, um, you know, he gets up and then he thumps his head on my, uh, chest and he pushes and it's heavy and it hurts. And he pushes physically at me and he's so strong, you know, I have to take all of my gumption and push him away. But his energy is shoving himself into my space beyond what I can even physically manage with him. You know, the good news is he's not, he's 50 pounds ish. He's not a hundred pounds. But to me, it's so reflective as it takes so much energy for me to push him off of me. But all he wants is to be loved. He's desperate for my attention. And I want women to pause thinking about children and pets and friends and family and husbands and and partners and job and all the things we have to do during the day and all the responsibilities pushing at us, demanding our time and our energy. And most of them we can't say no to. And I try to give him my attention, but it never ends. And so at some point I have to physically shove him off of me. Uh, You know, like the worst is in the morning and he thumps his head or his paw on my full bladder, or sometimes he takes his paw and he whops me in the face, you know, because he's desperate. He's pushing into my physical presence and space because he's desperate to be loved. He wants my heart. And I've had this conversation with us a long time. What is it that women are bringing to the world that's of value? And it's the heart. It's the, you know, the mental, the the emotional and spiritual is the feminine, the physical and the mental is the masculine energy. And, and there's a desperation in the ethers for more heart. And we're having more and more men either over-masculinize and, and reject the heart energy or intellectualize the heart energy. And there's no 
real strong feminine presence that's owning our side of the road of the heart energy. And I think part of that is that uh, we've been criticized and humiliated because the scientist guy who's talking about the science of frequency and vibration and heart energy and things like that is speaking to the fact that the the male scientists who talk about that, the physicists and the doctors, they all are humiliated within their scientific field for having that conversation. Uh, and it's women who are resonating with that and very feminine men that are resonating with that. Hypermasculine men are extremely dismissive of the heart. Uh, I just listened to this whole thing on the Spartans, and that's what I was actually going to speak to. But I just want women to take a moment with me before I yonder off in my diatribe. As women, I don't know anybody that's not tired. I don't know any woman that's not desperate for that pause place in our heart. And, you know, I was reading that book, The Road, and it's this terribly depressing story. But the man is desperately trying to keep his son alive. And that is heart. And, you know, the heart connects with that because we all have that within us. Uh, but we get lost in all this other crap. And I kept thinking, you know, this is what happens to the little people when the intellectuals and the scientists and the warmongers want to press the button, the, you know, it, it affects everybody and we can't even do anything about it individually. We can only shift the ethers collectively. So I've been trying to figure out what do we as women have to contribute? And I just, it all kind of just clicked at me because the push energy that we are drowning in even here by myself, right? I have some, I, you know, I hide from everybody just to get rid of that push at me. Don't, I can't, I don't have anything to give, right? So just back off. The, the world is pushing at me. You know, I, I, there's survival issues, there's money issues, there's legal issues, permit issues, you know, mechanical issues, there's the world is con survival is constantly pushing at us. And I'm asking this question as women, does this make sense about contributing to why contributing to why we're so tired is that almost all of our time awake and maybe asleep too is spent trying to navigate the push and the demand around us. And, you know, I've noticed this trend right now in Quartzsite. You know, there's all these older women traveling and they keep speaking to the freedom and they keep speaking how awesome it is and how fabulous they just get to hang out. And it's exactly, you know, what I've been trying to talk about is groups of women coming together. Yet all I see, because I have the doom filter on, is... Uh, you know, a bunch of old ladies that are just, you know, one hip fracture away from a disaster. But what I think they're feeling is that same reason I do this is they've stepped out of most of the pressure of the world, push, push, pay the bills, 
push fix the leaky roof, push take care of the animals, push respond to family, push, push, push. And women are not wired mostly to be in a constant response to the push of what everybody and everything else wants. And I think that contributes to why we are so tired. So this is a short one. I just wanted to get this idea out that uh, when energy is pushing at us, there's no room to meet it softly. Uh, I, you know, I was thinking, what is it about us that makes us feel open-hearted? And, uh, you know, I had that image of the, uh, the boy throwing the starfish back, right? You can't change the world, but you can save one starfish at a time. And because the boy is focusing attention on the starfish, the boy is not looking at you saying, what are you going to do about all these dying starfish? And when the push is redirected into action, right, when the hero isn't pushing at you for what he or she wants or it wants, and that push energy is redirected at doing something constructive out in the world, fixing the roof, right, uh, dealing with the wildfire, all that push energy goes away from you, then you can relax and find your heart and be grateful and appreciative and loving. But when all that push energy is on you, wanting your heart, wanting your energy, wanting your focus, wanting from you something, it's exhausting. So if this makes sense to you, I would love an email or a comment on this. Uh, it's not an answer. It's not a right or wrong. It's just a question, an idea, something that just popped into my head because I've been having this discussion with me and the dogs because he is just, I've never had it. You know, most of my dogs aren't interested in me. I mean, freedom. the last dog was like my hostage. He just didn't want to have anything to do with me. And she's got a gentle asking for attention that is easily, and then when I'm done, she doesn't, she doesn't have a, an attitude about it. She's like, okay, that's good. He can never get enough and it's never enough. And it's more, more, more. And I just want to say, what is wrong with you that you're so needy? And he wants my heart. He wants attention. He wants nurturing. He wants soothing. He wants more than I have to give him. And that exhausts me because I feel guilty. You know, I try to compensate and then I have to say no. And then I feel bad about saying no. And uh, but I can't spend my whole day petting him. So does this make sense as women? Do, does part of our fatigue really revolve around the fact that the push energy coming from every direction at all times, you know, with what's going on out in the world, what's going on in our home and what's going on with our own health and our own fears and our own concern. Does that feel overwhelming and maybe partly why we're so tired? Uh, I just want to add one more thing. When I, uh, for, 
I don't remember when I started this, but it was before I ran away, right? I used to ask women, do you have the running away fantasy? And the running away fantasy was, I can't take it anymore. I just want to get in the car and drive and never come back. Every single woman I ever met totally understood what I was talking about, the running away fantasy, which of course I did. I never met one man when I would ask him that question that understood what I was talking about. So I think I finally have a language for what that question really was. And that question really, or that's, that idea is that maybe we're so tired because we've created this world that is all push at us wanting something, but at the same time demeaning and belittling it as not valuable. And so it's like a lose-lose, right? Uh, we have what the world wants, but we don't have but it's not respected and valued enough to give us the space to create it. Does that make sense? Comments and emails wildly appreciated. Uh, thank you for all the men who are going to show restraint and not add your comments to this. Uh, I'd like this to be a woman space question. Oh, or am I completely off the rails? With that, deep breath, and I will see you soon next time.